Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Bar Review speaking with Mike Davis, head coach at Texas Southern University men's basketball. Coach, how are you? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing okay. Thank you for taking time to speak to me here. Let me just go backwards and we will come forward. I know you've told this to, to me and other media before, but just remind anyone who hasn't heard the story why you decided to uh, take the job at TSU. <laughs> well, it's the only job I had, so, <laughs> you know, uh, took it. And plus, it gave me a great opportunity to coach. I love coaching. Um, it gave me a chance to continue to develop young men and make them into, a, you know, an adult. And how long have you been at TSU now? I'm going into my sixth season. I've been here for five years, but I'm going to my sixth season. And out of those five years, you won the SWAC for three out of the last four years. Is that right? Yeah, we won the SWAC League Championship four out of five. Uh, we've been to the NCAA tournament three out of the last four with one in IT bid. My first year here, we was in eligible to go to the uh, NCAA tournament out of NIT, so uh, that's the only year that we've had postseason play. How has the job at TSU changed for you and I guess the program, how have things changed for you in the, in the five years going on six now? Well, I think we're getting better every year in, in certain areas for us, how we recruit, um, scheduling, um, the way we approach our conference games, uh, the traveling. So we uh, we're, have made an adjustment in, in all those areas and we've improved in all those areas. I'm curious say that you said you mentioned scheduling because I would assume that the better you've gotten and the more success that you've had, it'd be harder for you to, to schedule teams. Teams wouldn't want to play you. Well, what I mean by that is we play, when I first got here the first couple of years, we, we had some home games. And then the last two seasons, we haven't had any home games. And we've been able to go out and raise a lot of money for our basketball program. Uh, to be able to stay at the nice hotel, eat in the hotel, travel, you know, first class. And so we've made that adjustment. And I don't believe you finalized the non-conference for this coming season, but I'm, can I assume that it's going to be all road games again? Well, we finalized it already. Okay. We, we, we've done our scheduling. And, again, we put all road games. So if it's, since it's finalized, then – is it another murder, murderer's row of, of top-time, top big-time programs? It all depends on your definition of big-time programs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we play uh, Gonzaga the first night. Then a day later, we uh, play Washington State. Then we play Ohio State. Then we play Syracuse, Kansas, um, Baylor, TCU, Clemson. Um, so that's Wyoming, uh, Oakland. And uh, Toledo, and I may be missing one one team, but that's that, that's a good schedule for us. Very good schedule. And let me Oregon. ask, we play Oregon as well. Okay, let me ask you this because I, I did mention this. Ask uh, Houston Baptist coach Ron Contra about this last week. What are your thoughts, if any, on a Houston College men's basketball classic featuring TSU, Rice, HBU, and U of H? Well, think about it. Yes. Uh, I wouldn't want to do that. 
I wouldn't do that. I, I'd rather take our guys on the road. And, and uh, you know, our guys play pickup at Rice and at Houston. And so uh, for our program, it's more benefits for us to go make the money. So we, we, we can travel and, and uh, enjoy the, the five-star hotels. Fair enough. Has the SWAC improved since you've been at TSU? Uh, it's hard to say. You know, some things are good certain years and some are down. And I think that's just uh, the way it is in, in this conference because, you know, it's hard to uh, sustain the level of talent that you need to have really good years every year. So since I've been here, a couple of schools have played well and then dropped off a little bit and another two schools have kind of replaced them and, and back and forth. So, um, but the schools that are good, they are good. So saying that, what what do you consider your key to success that you've enjoyed at TSU? Well, I just think we've, we've been fortunate in, in the recruiting standpoint of getting really good players, and they, uh, they, they have given us their full cooperation when it comes to, you know, trying to compete for a swag championship. And what, and what, do, you, what do you look for in a player to play for you? What, what do you want to see? Talent. First of all, I want talent. Uh, I know we're not going to get the level of talent that a lot of BCS schools get. Uh, I want to have guys who love to get great effort, uh, you know, but sometimes it's hard for a lot of kids to understand the effort and focus you have to give to be a really good uh, basketball team. I want guys who want to play at a high level uh, but didn't make it to the high level but still have a chip on their shoulder that they want to compete against the high-level schools. That's that's why we play all the big, big, big schools in non-conference. And has it gotten easier or have have more doors opened for you with the success you've had at TSU to to recruit better talent? No, it's tougher. It's still tough. It's going to always be tough because – and we, we don't have the resources that the other schools have. And uh, when it comes to going to the MEAC or the SWAC, and you know, if the kid has a chance to go to uh, ACC, SEC, Big Ten, Big 12, he's going to go. Uh, if his kids can go to the Sun Belt, AAC, uh, you know, Southland, he's probably going to go. So we we don't get the recruiting battles and win those against, you know, the so-called better conferences, but I don't think they're better conferences other than the BCS conferences. But, you know, I think there's a lot of conferences out there that we can compete against. So how do you, how do you convince a kid to come? You know, you mentioned those other conferences in their eyes, thinking that the SWAC is not a, a very good basketball conference. What did you tell them well, point to them? Well, if I told you that, then everybody <laughs> would know my secret. <laughs> No, my whole selling point is that it's just like anybody, anything that can be done in college basketball can be done right here at Texas Southern. You know, if if you want to play in the NBA, it can be done from here. If you want to um, you know, be in the NCAA tournament, it can be done from here. Uh, if you want to be on TV, it can be done from right here. You know, the only thing that hasn't been done from here is, you know, winning games in the NCAA tournament. And so uh, only – Every year, only, what, 33, 34 teams going to win an NCAA game, however the number it is. So that's the, that, that, that's the only obstacle that we uh, haven't accomplished 
since I've been here is winning an NCAA tournament game. And at my point to him, if it's never been done, like if no one ever played in the swag and gotten drafted, then you shouldn't come here if you want to play the NBA. If no one uh, has ever gone overseas from the swag, then you shouldn't come here. But that has happened before. So it's on you and it's on me to, to get the best out of it. Which I guess, and this is not a shot at you at all by any means, but what was the conversation between you and your son about his college choice? Well, you know, he's really worked hard. Um, you know, I didn't want to coach him here at Texas Southern uh, without him giving me, you know, his 100% that this is where I want to be. Uh, I wanted him to play for a really, really, really good basketball coach uh, that understood how he played. Um, and, you know, he just made that decision that uh, he wanted to go there. He got offers from UNLV and, and Colorado State, Nevada, and Texas A&M, schools like that, and a lot, of, a lot of big schools was calling in on him. And I didn't want him to go to a BCS school. You know, I wanted him to go somewhere where he had a chance to be freshman of the year you know, he have a chance to score two, you know, thousand points um, in his, um, you know, college career, and and we love Houston, you know, we love Houston, and so uh, as long as you know he's in the city of Houston, you know, that's where we want to be, and so I always say, I know you've heard me say this a thousand times, Houston mm -hmm. is an unbelievable city, and so. Um, uh, he had a chance to be in Houston, stay in Houston, and 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 that's what he did. And for listeners and folks who have not seen your son Antoine play, give me a scouting report on him. What what do you think he's he's good at, and what does he have room to improve in his game? Uh, he's an elite shooter, you know. And when you say elite, that that's like that's like a high level, you know, top of the line. Uh, we we have gone weeks shooting five thousand shots a day. You know we've touched, we, we've taken sixty thousand shots two weeks, you know, in, in, a, in a two week span. And so uh, he's really put the work in from a shooting standpoint. Uh, he's worked with John Lucas when we first got here, and John Lucas turned him into a really 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 good basketball player. And what I did was I just ten times everything that Coach Lucas was doing with him the first couple of years that we got here. Uh, he's not a big, big kid. He only weighs like 145, 150. And his only improvement he's going to have to make is to get his body right. But I've never worked with his body because, you know, I wanted him to be a natural basketball player. And what I mean by that is I wanted his skill set and his shooting and him getting off shots. I, I, I didn't want any advantage from a strength standpoint. I want him to learn to do that from, you know, being 145, 150. And uh, once he get 10 or 15 pounds on him, you know, he's going to be a really, really, really good basketball player. That sounds, sounds good. What are, your, what are your thoughts on AAU basketball, summer basketball being good or bad for high school players? I think, I think, I think what people don't understand when it comes to basketball and they try to put a label on AAU uh, – uh, home school or high school, you know, it's up to the individual on both sides. You know, uh, 
if if I'm an AAU coach and I really love AAU, and I, I really love basketball, and I make sure that the kids' development are the most important thing, I make sure that, you know, the kids getting their work in, we, we have a system that we run, I make sure they run their system, and I make sure they're training right. AAU is great. If I'm, I'm a high school coach and I do the same thing from a development standpoint, i got a great system, man, and I'm preparing them for, you know, team and, 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 and understand team, and it's great. And so is college. And, and, and that's anything in life. You know, you can, you can go to any, 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 any walk of life. Let's say McDonald's. I can go to McDonald's. It's nice and clean and, and, and the people are working in there and they're really nice to you. And I love McDonald's. You know, you go to Chick-fil-A and everybody's nice and, 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 and polite to you. I love Chick-fil-A. If I go to a McDonald's that's not very clean and dirty and so forth and, and it, it doesn't care about the customers or whatever it may be, I have a bad taste about McDonald's. So I think that's the way it goes with AAU basketball because you can't lump everybody in uh, the one category. So as far as high school basketball, you can't lump everybody in to the one category. So to me, it's just up to both sides. What, if anything, would you like to see improved in men's college basketball? Um, just the – I think there's so many restrictions on men's basketball. Uh, I would love to see the shot clock go down to 24 seconds, uh, you know, because the game is at 30 seconds. And to me, that's like – one minute is just really two possessions. If two possessions in one minute, uh, it can speed the game up. Uh, it take away a lot of the, um, the, 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 the the bad basketball. They give you more possession uh, in, a, in a game. You got to coach differently in a game. You know, I just like to see the shot clock go to 24 seconds. I would love to see the swag go to 24 seconds shot clock before anyone else go to 24 seconds shot clock. Because now we are the one that everybody in the country be watching about, okay, let's take some data and see how it went in this way. Have you mentioned that to uh, Dr. Charles McClellan at all? I have not talked to my AD about it, but I've talked to the coaches in our meetings about the shot clock. You know, hey, let's be different. You know, let's be different. If you're going to say we're different, then let's be different in a positive way. Well, what has been feedback from the coaches about that suggestion? Uh, you know, they don't want they don't want the game to speed up a lot of times and we have no we it's it's still in discussion. It's going on the third year now. Are you active on Twitter? Social media? I'm not I'm not I'm not I have a Snapchat though, but I'm not active on, on Twitter at all. Why Snapchat? Because I don't know anything about Snapchat, but why Snapchat and not Twitter? I have no idea about Twitter. My oldest son put me on Snapchat. Uh, and so <laughs> it took me a while to figure that out, and, and that's why. I mean, if he put me on Twitter, I'd probably go on Twitter as well. But and they put me on Snapchat. Yeah, I think he must have thought it was the easiest thing to do. And and all I put on there is where I go eat. You know, and I put my son on there when we have a workout or something like that. But other than that, you know, my wife don't want to be on Snap on my Snap, but she can be on my on my on, on Antoine's Snap, but she won't get on mine. So, but I'm on Snapchat. What? Um, how did the July recruiting period go for you, you and the staff? Because of, you know, I don't even know, but are there budget limitations because of being TSU, SWAC, non-BCS, 
y'all can't travel as many places as you like to. You got to pick and choose what events to attend. How does it work? Well, I'm probably going to tell you something right now. It's going to blow you away. You won't believe it, you know. But I haven't been out recruiting in what four years since I've been here. Five years. I haven't been out recruiting in five years. Maybe maybe going to one or two high school games. You know, there's no need. I don't like wasting time. I don't like wasting time. And a lot of people just want you to come to their gym just to say you're in their gym and please recruit my kid, recruit my kid. But the bottom line is, uh, if a kid had an opportunity to go to, let's say, Texas State and Texas Southern, they'll go to Texas State. Okay. So what I do is I get on the telephone, I call, and a lot of times people call me way more than I call them, mm -hmm. way more about a player. And then I have my sister coach call and, Boom, that's how we sign our players. And it's, been, it's worked great for us. It worked really, really, really well. I mean, what, what sense does it make for us to sit in the gym and you got Duke, Kentucky, Texas, Kansas, Syracuse, uh, all those schools in the gym? Who that kid looking at? Where's his mind drawn to? You know, he's drawn to those schools. And so, you know, we'll we're have the same evaluation that they would have because – there's YouTube, there's videos where we can put their games on on the uh, on 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 YouTube and stuff like that. So, you know, we haven't been out, and like I said, it's worked for us. I think it's a waste of our school money and time to go and get a hotel and sit in the gym all day and buy the book that costs five six hundred dollars. And you know, we're gonna get who we're gonna get by them really want to come here. Do do your do the recruits come on campus? to, I guess, either get them to commit to TSU or do they commit to TSU coming on, before coming on, to, on campus? <laughs> we, we, we've had I'm, some of my better players never made a visit here. <laughs> they submitted on the phone and came. You know, so, I mean, I'm just trying to figure out, you know, why 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 they do what they do. You know, Trey, Trey Jefferson never set foot on our campus, Zach Lofton, you know, uh, Kevin Scott, I mean, we had that. I mean, uh, Chris Thomas, we have guys that, you know, some of our better players never set foot on campus and committed on the phone. We just sent them letter, they signed, boom, they're here. So, you know, pretty magical, pretty magical uh, to be able to do that. But it is, it's worked for us, and we always sign kids late. Like I said, we got about five scholarships right now we're waiting to, to give out. You know, I don't like signing kids early because, you know, I want to I give our fans the – uh, the best product possible that I could put on the floor. And speaking of fans, what are your thoughts on attendance at the home games at HMP? Oh, I love, I love our fans. I love the, the people that comes here, come to that game, and they are very supportive. Uh, they have lives when, when they come to the game. They, they enter the game. They're excited about the games. And, you know, it, 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 it means so much to me. Uh, I'm not sure about everybody, but it means so much to me to see the same faces. And I get to know them, you know, not personally, but, you know, from a visual standpoint, I know who they are uh, when they're at the game. When they're not at the game, I miss them, and I'm not being there. So, I mean, it means a lot to me when we get those people to come to our games. And if we can get more, that's, 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 that's great. But I'm, I'm happy with what we have, and I think they're happy with what we put on the court. Do you go around, I guess, speaking to students on campus, boosters, alums, or anything like that to get them? You know, I, I, I need to do that. I, I need I need to do that. I need to go around and speak to the students and, and get them more involved. I have not since I've been here, uh, but I think I will do that. I, I, I've talked about that with, with my staff about, 
going to our students. Because we have, like, I think 9,000 students here at Texas Southern. And so if, if you just get 10% of the 9,000, you know, that's 900. You know, and 900 will go a long way sending us in our arena. Give me your thoughts, or what are your thoughts on Dr. McClellan and what he's done for TSU Athletics in the time you've been there? He's great. Dr. McClellan is great. You know, we've um, since I've been here, um, I think over the last five years, we've got like 17 championships, you know, 17 in, in, our, in, our, in our sports. And uh, I'm not sure what, what time frame has been over, but I know since I've been in five years, we got 17. We have seven. Uh, by itself as a, as a basketball team. So the softball has a couple, the women's basketball have some, so baseball, uh, track, and whatever. I mean, 17 championships over five years span is, is pretty darn good, you know. So he's made the right the right choices about, you know, the coaches here. I mean, that's that's his deal. You know, AD is responsible for, the, for hiring and firing coaches, you know, and uh, we don't want for anything, you know, I know we go on TV and people always say, well, they're playing these games to raise money for the out there department, which is so far from the truth. You know, we, we, we raise our money for our basketball program. Um, and he's been, he's been great to work for. He's, you know, he's, he's, he's a hands-off guy. You know, he gives you the opportunity and the freedom to do you know, what you want to do is for from a coaching standpoint to lead your program. And, you know, I couldn't be as happy as I am for uh, a boss. Uh, like he is. How much longer do you see yourself coaching? I'm 56. I'll be 57 in September. Uh, uh, I had the good fortune of my son playing in Houston. Um, uh, my oldest son works for me on my staff. You know, I'm trying to figure out, you know, why I wouldn't go at least 13, 14 more years if we, we having some success. I want to, I want this job to go to my older son, uh, if possible, you know. And so he's been with me here for five years, and if we could keep this, if we could keep it rolling and keep it going, then you know this would be a great opportunity for him to be a head coach. What is your basketball wise? <clears throat> what is your ultimate goal for TSU men's basketball? To win the national championship. Win that championship, and uh, we get better every year. We get better every year. I thought we were talent-wise last year. We were really good, but unfortunately, we didn't give the effort throughout the course of the season to be prepared for a team like North Carolina. And um, I thought the one year we played Arizona, we were the 15 seed, and they were the two seed. We just, we just, we we just got the wrong team to play against you know, in that first round. So it's always tough in the first round, and. And the NCAA tournament is about the best team, but it's also about the best draw, who you play against, how you fit against them. And I just think one day it's going to happen. Being in the SWAC, what is the best seed do you you see us of TSU getting? I don't care. You don't care? I don't care. I don't care. And people be complaining about the seed, 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 seed. Well, your seed is determined in your non-conference. You know, if you was at the 15th seed, what, 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 what do we do? We beat Michigan State and we beat uh, Kansas State. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, last year, we didn't beat anyone other than Rice, James Madison, and LaSalle. 
uh, if we would have beaten, you know, a, a BCS school, you know, two, then now you're not a 16 seed anymore, you know. Uh, but to me, if you're not going, if you're not going to be a fourth, 15 and under, you might well be in the play-in game. You know, that's. I, mean, I don't mind being in the play-in game. You go play in the play-in game, you win a game. Now you got a game under your belt, and you go play whoever, and they got to get it just a few pretty quick. You know, but uh, in order for us to get a great seed, like this year we got Kansas, Syracuse, uh, Washington State, Gonzaga, TCU, Ohio State, Clemson. We haven't got those schools right. So we need to win four four of those games, four of those BCS games. We, we need to win those, four of those games. You know, if you can't win four of those games, you know, we, we, we don't need to be worried about what seed we get, you know. Wrapping it up with you, Coach. And once again, thank you for your time. Is there anything – that you want to mention that we haven't talked about so far? Um, nothing really. Nothing really. I'm just happy you called me. Appreciate you having me on. Um, just excited about another school year. We we're like three weeks away from starting school and we need to sign about four or five more players and we're waiting on on them to take some classes this weekend when they class in and we'll know by Monday or Tuesday uh, what, what their situation are and just Keep everybody's fingers crossed that we get these guys. All right. Texas Southern's Mike Davis. Once again, thank you for your time, Coach. You take care. I appreciate it. Thank you a lot. Appreciate you, Chris. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.